In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It is now the fifth week of the seven-week season of Easter. And you will notice that as we approach the day of Pentecost, the texts increasingly focus on the coming of the Holy Spirit. While Jesus was still with his disciples on earth, he began to teach them of the Holy Spirit in preparation for the day of his ascension to the Father. But when I go, I will send the Holy Spirit to you. The Holy Spirit, Jesus tells us, will do two things. Firstly, he will convict the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. And secondly, he will teach us the words of Jesus. Many Christians have a lot of strange ideas about what the Holy Spirit does. Some people think that he causes people to convulse and roll about on the floor and jabber unintelligible nonsense. Other people think that the Holy Spirit whispers secrets into their hearts, such as telling them what car to buy, whom to marry, and whether or not to order takeout tonight. Still others think that the Holy Spirit gives them a warm, fuzzy feeling when the guitar player plays just the right chord. But this is not what Jesus says the Holy Spirit will do. The first thing Jesus says the Holy Spirit will do is convict the world. To convict means to show someone that they are wrong. In a world that teaches that there's no such thing as absolute right or wrong, it's not very popular to tell people you're wrong. Nobody likes to hear that, not even Christians. No wonder much of the church is busy inventing new jobs for the Holy Spirit apart from what Jesus said he would do. But the Holy Spirit doesn't care about popular opinion. He's not like our politicians who take polls to decide what their convictions should be. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. And he tells the truth by saying to the world, you are wrong. Wrong about sin, wrong about righteousness, and wrong about judgment. Let's start with sin. How is the world wrong? Well, the world doesn't have the faintest clue what sin is. God tells us clearly about sin in his word. Sin is when we fail to keep the Ten Commandments. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. Sin is when we do not love God with our whole heart and do not love our neighbor as ourselves. And sin is the default condition of the fallen human heart. But the world says, oh no, we know better than God. Murder is not sin. When a mother kills her unborn child, that is called good health care. And sexual deviancy is not adultery, it's freedom of expression. Sin does not arise from within the human heart. Sin arises from oppressive power structures. Our culture has thrown out God's definition of sin, calling evil good and good evil. Does this mean that there are no sins according to the world? Oh, far from it. 
Instead of what God calls sin, the new secular religion has a growing list of offenses, and they are all unforgivable. Do you think that men shouldn't be competing in women's sports? You are a hateful and despicable person. Would you rather eat a burger made from a cow than one grown from algae in a lab? You are guilty of genocide against Mother Earth. Were you raised in a stable home with a loving mother and father? Then you are a patriarchal colonizer. This desire to impose our own invented categories of sins can be traced back to the Garden of Eden. God said to Adam and Eve, I am the one who knows the difference between what is good and what is evil. I decide what is sin and what is not. But the serpent said, eat the fruit and you can be just like God, knowing the difference between good and evil. You can determine for yourselves what is sin and what is not. In this regard, the woke cult that is enveloping our nation today is nothing new. It's simply another manifestation of Satan's religion in which man, not God, decides what is sin and what isn't. The tragedy here is that since only God can forgive sin, if you have a made-up religion with made-up sins, there can never be any real forgiveness. If you said something stupid as a teenager and somebody digs it up, well then... Your life and your career are over. And will there ever be anything you can do or say, even 30 years later, to earn forgiveness? Never. Where there is not true sin, there is not true forgiveness. And this is why the Holy Spirit comes to convict the world of sin. God desires to forgive every person completely. And in order for us to receive this very real forgiveness, the Holy Spirit must first teach us what sin is. He convicts the world of sin. The Holy Spirit also convicts the world concerning righteousness. This means that what our culture teaches about being a good person is also wrong. No, riding a bicycle to work instead of a car doesn't make you righteous before God. Knowing how and when to use all 37 of the new pronouns does not make you a loving person. Being a member of an oppressed minority group does not make you worthier than others. Everything the world teaches about righteousness is wrong. And just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that you've got it right either. How many members of the church are counting on their good deeds and their holy living to earn standing before God? The Holy Spirit says, no, that's wrong. There is only one way to become righteous, and it's not something you do. The righteous shall live by faith in Christ. His work upon the cross, not your work, opens the door to heaven. 
Only he can forgive your sins and declare you righteous and worthy of eternal life. Finally, the Holy Spirit convicts the world concerning judgment. How many times have you heard someone say, well, Jesus wouldn't judge. He loves and accepts everyone exactly how they are. Well, that's wrong. What would Jesus do? The Holy Spirit tells us in the Bible what Jesus would do. Of all the people who might want to judge, the only one who actually has the power to judge every person is Jesus. All authority on heaven and on earth has been given to him. And on the last day, Jesus, not God the Father, but God the Son, will be the one sitting on the judgment seat. Want to be prepared for that day? Then pay attention to what the Holy Spirit teaches us about sin, righteousness, and judgment. The world teaches that certain classes of people are sinners and others are righteous. If you are a well-to-do white male, then you're the worst kind of sinner. But if you're a poor immigrant, preferably female, or even better, transsexual, then you are righteous above all others. But false teaching concerning sin and righteousness is destructive and will not help anyone on the day of judgment. Only the words of Jesus that the Holy Spirit teaches us can offer true hope and righteousness to us sinners. And those words are this. All have sinned and fall short of the righteousness of God. All are under the judgment of God. But in his infinite mercy, God desires that none should perish. His heart overflows with true forgiveness for all. And he makes no distinctions between different groups of sinners. He loves all equally and desires to forgive all all. And he offers the pure gift of righteousness to all who believe in the perfect life and obedient death of Jesus. So come, bring your sins to Jesus, and let the Holy Spirit teach you of true forgiveness that cannot be found anywhere else on earth except where the words of Jesus are taught and believed. And then, clothed with the robe of Christ's righteousness, you will not fear the judgment of the final day. In the name of Jesus, amen.